Welcome to Left Play. This is George G. And the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful William Lamb. William, are you ready to do this? Yeah. Thank you for having me on, George. Excited to have you on. William is an American board certified hypnotherapy instructor, certified master neurolinguistic programmer. He is known as the Yoda of the West. William, tell us a little about your personal life, some more about your work and why you do what you do. Oh, man. Well, first off, I really appreciate you having me on. I I sometimes forget that was what my marketing writes for me, my marketing team writes for me. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> uh, um, so what we do, we do a lot of trainings for entrepreneurs and investors and, um, and or executives. What we mostly train them on are um, mental success and our mental performance. Um, one of the easiest ways to put it is that we – we update people's operating systems and we upgrade how they operate by doing so, so that their behavior aligns with their goals and their minds align with what they really want. And therefore their outcome happens effortlessly. Are most people's not? Well, I would say a lot of people know what they don't want. <laughs> therefore, what they're really good at is creating what they don't want. Hmm. Tell me more about that. Yeah. You know, when you ask someone, Hey, what, what is it that you want? And I face this a lot. Okay. Need to clients. People haven't been trained yet. Um, or just, just general public, you know, or even friends and family. Sometimes I ask them, what do you want? They're like, well, I really want to quit my job or I really don't like my boss, or I don't want to do this anymore. I, and I'm like, wait, hold on. I'm asking what you want. They're like, no, no, that's what I'm telling you. Hmm. I don't want this. I don't want that. And so what, what we have discovered over the years is, is that people are very good at not thinking about the pink elephant. It's like, oh, don't think about the pink elephant. And they get really good at it. And as they focus more and more on it, what they end up creating is literally the pink elephant. It's, uh, I think that that's absolutely fascinating. Don't think about a pink elephant. It's like, oh my gosh, all I can think about is, 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 is this pink elephant. Why is that? Are we just, are, are, are negativity, we're just drawn to it more? It has a more powerful pull for us? Or that's just the way that we're default wired until we change that? I think that it's uh, a lot of the environment that we experience. I wouldn't say everyone experience, uh, experiences that. I think that there's a good number of, of um, people that do. Um, think of the media, right? Um, even really powerful, enjoyable movies for kids, for adults, they begin with the story of some tragic event hmm. or they, they, the hero has to go through so many trials and tribulation. I think everything around us points to, you know, life is hard or, or you have to work hard and sacrifice before you can create success. And I'm not saying that we don't. What I am saying is if that's what we focus on, oftentimes it becomes self-fulfilling prophecies. And our unconscious mind is, is literally built to take direction from our conscious mind. So if we consciously focus on how things will go wrong and what we don't want, we're adding to our 
unconscious microbehaviors list of, hey, here are the things that you ought to execute today, hard things, things that we don't want to have happen. And the unconscious mind is like, are you sure? And then all of a sudden, we begin to feel the stress. We begin to feel even more of the burden. And then we were like, see, I knew it. It's going to be hard. And so, and, and not to mention, you know, how many of us grew up thinking or hearing that you have to work really hard and sacrifice before we can experience, you know, the positive result that we want. So everything together plus the system we're in, I think that points to the way we think. And so if we were to want to change, it would require systemic change. And that's why we created Upgrade is to help people experience more of that effortless success. Do people ever resist that? And like, okay, I, I get it, but maybe I, maybe I want to be like Eeyore and kind of mope around. Of course, I think that, uh, especially when this is so ingrained, um, some people do resist it in the beginning. Um, we find it to be pretty easy to help them remove the resistance because at the end of the day, what they really want is the result. So why would they want to delay the result, right? So once we have a very simple, reasonable conversation with them and ask them, what's the ultimate purpose of you wanting to achieve your goals? And then, you know, what's the purpose of having that hardship before you achieve the goals? They realize at the end of the day, it's the same. So if we can just remove the hardship uh, from their mental program, not saying that it would eliminate all hardship. That's not what we mean, right? But completely getting rid of that mental program would dramatic reduce, dramatically reduce a lot of the hardship. Then most people readily say yes. So we say yes. Let's let's do it. What is what is the process? What what are the principles? So typically, we run through a structure that is about three steps. Um, it begins um, with this thinking. First off, every single behavior begins with a belief, and every single belief begin with a decision. Oftentimes, these decisions were made, you know. In a very short moment, very, very quickly in the conscious mind and or even unconsciously. And and then it becomes unconscious, even if it was conscious. Um, and then the person doesn't even remember they made a decision. So if we were to want to remove a unconscious behavior or a belief, what people may call limiting beliefs, we must find the very first point of origination the moment where the thought began. And so as we, as we ask our cl clients this question, when did you decide for this to begin? And, or, you know, there are variations of this question, but essentially when was the first time you ever experienced this? Um, and we help them take responsibilities, even if it seems like sometimes it has nothing to do with them, because the responsibility of how we, can think about the event rather than, oh yeah, of course we created it. That's not what we mean. We mean, how can we respond to this? We can take responsibility. And as we do that, the individual take back the power uh, of how they can modify that decision. So the first question is always when, if there's something they don't like, if there's something they don't even know that they don't like, but it's causing something, 
when, right? Second question is, what can we learn from it? What can we learn from it? And now it may seem like a simple question or, or one of those age old cheesy questions, but what can we learn from it is actually the very question that unlocks the hidden message behind why certain negative emotions exist. Because emotions exist as a mes message delivery mechanism. So if we understand that, we're able to extract the hidden message, therefore letting go of the emotion or any sort of stress that we feel when we are experiencing a negative pattern. So we, we explore what one can learn from these, these um, decisions. And then finally, we redirect them. And this is the basis of mental reprogramming. It's what do you want instead? What do you want instead? So directing their thoughts from what they don't want to what they really want. And so, in fact, um, what, what we have created is a course that help people direct their thoughts to go from what they don't want to what they really want. And it's like a three-hour course. It's our first most basic course. And um, a lot of the individuals that go through it will find themselves having an easy time changing that. And frankly, everything we do at Upgrade is about reprogramming that. But the focus course that we've built is specifically to help people that. But essentially, if someone wants to reprogram those three steps, when and then, you know, what can I learn from it and what do I want instead? This is the basis of all mental reprogramming that we do here at Upgrade. I love it. That makes a ton of sense. Are people commonly surprised by, or, or, or is, is, is there an age that people commonly have these experiences? So when you say, when did it happen? Did it often happen or, or, or is it all over the board? Ah, brilliant question. <laughs> yes, indeed. And I mean it. This is not a question that people think about oftentimes until they observe the pattern. And the pattern is um it is zero to seven so typically in the imprint period as what william james would call it and so um zero to seven is when a lot of these and if you were to ask someone and of course some things do happen later in someone's teenage years or 20s or 30s um, but a lot of decisions are made in zero to seven as we observe our surrounding our family our schools um, we just, we're like little unconscious mind absorbing everything. So that's the typical period that we have observed. It's pretty wild to, to think that, that, that is my, my operating system or the way that I'm wired is from childhood experiences, but you know, carries with us through, through such, through so much of our lives. It strikes me that, that, that a lot of people are for lack of a better term, sort of arguing for their limitations. They defend the reasons that they're acting in a certain way and, and, and they hold on to victimhood. Am I off base with that? No, no, I think you're totally on point. And so that's just, again, it's sort of like, this is my comfort level. This is, it helps me explain why I'm at where I'm at. I think so. You know, um, this may be a good way to, to explain some of this too. Um, I, I think that, you know, 
just like back in the day when we had DOS, the DOS system, instead of, you know, before the Windows and Mac OS days, before the graphical user interface. I remember talking to uh, a friend of mine who who taught me how to use it. And, you know, I was much younger back then, but, you know, I had some friends that were quite good at it. And I'm like, so you think the machines will ever progress past this? I asked him and I asked him, hey, you, you think the operating system, you know, will ever get better? He's like, no, this is the, the state of the art. It's the this best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, this is it. There's no need to progress anymore. This is, you know, unbelievably useful. And and I was like, oh, my gosh, this thing's so hard to use. Right. And not to mention, if we were to compare that to current day, you know, graphical user interface. So what upgrade is doing is essentially creating this graphical user interface. Because if we have a multi, multi million dollar machine and all it runs is DOS, it may be hard to utilize all of its potential. But when you have graphical user interface, it's much easier for you to be like, well, I can just drag and drop, copy and paste. I can go browse over here. I can use this software that's very complex that normally wouldn't be easy to use, but now I can because we like to process graphically. So I think I, it's super, yeah. super powerful and, and really exciting that, you know, if, if you're listening to this or people who are listening to this, there's an opportunity to, I, 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 certainly nobody is saying that, that, that you're broken, but there's an opportunity to to optimize and to really live the life that you want to live. And it's just, it's going through these, uh, 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 what I consider to be a very straightforward process to be exploring what, what are things that I could be preventing me or blocking me or slowing me down from getting the things that I really want. And the solution is available. Yeah. I totally agree, and you know, I appreciate you bringing that up—the the the broken versus you know optimized conversation. Because really, at the end of the day, it's we are so capable and so powerful, but most people never got to explore how far we could go. And so, really, the premises, you know, of of upgrade how we perceive the world. Our model is humans are so magnificent we are going to provide a way just like the graphical user interface um, of the computer industry we're providing that in the personal development mental training mental success space so that we can actually move humanity into the next era so that we can experience that ultimate success by actually accessing what we're capable of just imagine you're already having a pretty good life, you know, which I'm, which I, I, I hope you are, that it could be even better just with a couple of couple small tweaks here and there and, uh, and, and going through this process. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you get great results. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I, I just, think that the analogy is really easy to use, right? Just thinking back to when I was trying to delete a file back in DOS, I'm like, 
type this, type that. And if I forgot the, the space or forget to, to type in one of the, you know, one of the um, symbols or whatever it is, and then I miss something. Well, nowadays it's like you have a visual indicator the way we build upgrade. Um, you know, the three-step process is built into a graphical um, experience and 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 some may call it meditative experience and or but uh, there's a number of processes that we do when we're fully awake to when we're in a meditative state um, long story short we've been able to map a lot of processes that used to be more complex and or would require someone to be an advanced user of the mind but now even a child can follow the process and and it allows us to experience more of our potential because what is what is stress, right? Stress, as defined by a lot of um, very sophisticated practitioners of meditation, they would say it's really an indicator that the internal potential, right, or the available potential does not meet the external demands. But when we remove that that problem, that bottleneck, and or give ourselves more access all of a sudden there's no such bottleneck therefore dramatically reduces stress because some people can be extremely successful and many listeners probably are and that that doesn't mean they don't have stress so imagine being able to remove stress and induce euphoria and excitement and happiness and all the good feelings because now all of a sudden we open widely what is available I think it's exciting. I love it. Well, William, thank you so much for coming out. Where can people learn more about you? How can they take advantage of of the course and connect? Yeah, you know, although our site is being remodeled right now, but uh, they can get on our site. It's upgrade.com and it's spelled differently. It's spelled as upgrd.com, upgrd.com dot com upgrade.com and uh, we have free, free resources as well as courses that we we've constructed and curated so feel free to check it out and um, you can get in touch with our team as well as you know check our our free podcast and or the courses that i mentioned earlier briefly excellent well, if you enjoyed this much as I did show William your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas and I really I see no reason why you wouldn't explore this. I know it's something that uh, I spent a good amount of time thinking about, and I'm excited to dig into the course as well. So go to upgrade.com, upgrd.com, and check out the great resources, uh, check out the podcast and everything else that William and the team are working on. Thanks again, William. Thank you, George. That's been wonderful to be with you. Thank you. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.